interrupt this program to bring you an emergency announcement. Please stand. Beaming to you from the plastic microphone studios deep in the digital heart of Cajun country, this is Fave 5 from Fans. I'm your host, Jamie Ray, and I'd like to thank you so much for joining us. But I got to be real honest with you out there in the podcast universe. Today's episode is is a real disaster. Uh, the reason is not because I have invited Kirk Plaisance from the Rushmore Show podcast it's because we are going to discuss our fave five disaster films. Kirk is a health and physical education teacher, as well as a dad, a husband, a pastor, a teacher, a human, and a coach. He's a podcaster and a YouTuber as well, and I couldn't be more excited that we can finally get together. I've been a guest on the Rushmore Show, and now I get to welcome you, Kirk, to fave five. Thanks, man. I'm glad to be a part. You you have uh, extended this opportunity for quite a, quite a few weeks, and uh, we finally got you on our show. And man, I, I just love paying paying back the uh, the favor. But yeah, I'm excited. I, I and I'm excited for the topic. Uh, yeah, kind of get to mend two worlds. You know, mm -hmm. our show just like you um are a ranking podcast if you will and we rank up to our four so it's nice to kind of go a little further without having odd honorable mentions but i do have a couple honorable mentions today so we'll that's see how awesome i'm glad to hear it so we don't have benjamins but speaking yeah. of which why don't you tell us a little bit about the rushmore show absolutely so the rushmore show started in uh january of now 21 i guess um and and we are about to hit our 100th episode which i just saw you did congratulations yeah. thank you congrats and to you so we're we're uh we're pushing on our, our second year of, of podcasting every monday we put out an episode our main spot is on youtube we've dabbled in some of the other worlds our first 10 episodes or so are out on Spotify and um, we have all the major social medias, but the idea was that uh, very similar to you, it's our favorites and our favorite uh, is, we've, we've done our top four because it's, it's kind of symbolism of the Rushmore monument. And if you've ever watched sports or, um, you know, some other kind of talking heads type thing, they may bring up what is your Rushmore of, certain things and usually it's in the the sports world where you kind of hear top four quarterbacks top four basketball players top four whatever and we've kind of just blended it into pop culture movies tv and all, and all and so it's a good way for me and my co-host andy to kind of stay connected so um i live in atlanta now um i'm from the louisiana area where in andy is still there so that's that's uh kind of how it all started how it began and you can find us out there on on uh on youtube and kind of check us out we're finishing up our tv month which mm -hmm. you you've kind of came and hang out with us a few weeks ago for for some of those things and we're about to actually jump into our food month for thanksgiving so come and check us out i will definitely and so we'll have links uh at the bottom here on how to find you and where to find you and uh 
I invite all 17 of my listeners to go and sign up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this topic actually came off once we decided to do something together. We, we had met at a couple of cons. And uh, so I asked you, you know, pretty much what you liked. And lo and behold, you like disaster films, which is actually a, a list that I had made and waiting for someone. So I was very nice. excited when you had picked that one. Uh, so yeah, tell us. So you you sent out a few it. lists, and that was the that was I was like, man, what's what's ironic is I was in the middle of a uh, putting out a short every day, and mm -hmm. I probably about a week prior to that put out a short for disaster movies, um, and and you had picked, and I was like, gosh, well, there's four right there. Oh. I only need to find one more to uh, <laughs> figure this out. But I actually have done a twist, so I kind of changed up that list slightly because of kind of how i wanted to to lay this out today so anyways all right well cool so you have your five uh and uh you have some honorable mentions i sure do and if you haven't watched or heard the show before an honorable mention is something that was so good that you you just couldn't get it into the five but you have to talk about it or that it's so bad that you couldn't not mention it and we don't bash a lot of stuff here uh, because we talk about favorites, so it's always going to be the good stuff. But it brings me to my special preparation for my list. So because there are always seem to be so many disaster films that come out right at the same time, you know, you'll have a disaster. I think you brought it up like Volcano, you know, okay, here comes one. And then three, four months later comes another one. And then here comes the sci-fi version of it afterwards. So what I have done for mine is I have chosen my favorite number five and a movie that's not as good as it. Just to kind of make it a little bit different, so, so you're going you're going like ten today. I like it. I like it. Uh, Twelve, but yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, that'll work. That'll work. Which, uh, right. uh, if you see our show, we say it's our top four and nothing more, and it's really about eight every time. So <laughs> there you go. So it's kind of the catchy line. Yeah. Well, I think this is going to be a lot of fun, uh, and I think if you're ready, we can get the disaster started with your honorable mentions. Yeah. So um, first off, you know, on our show, we kind of give a criteria and that criteria kind of maps out kind of how we lay out the direction we're going. And if you look back on my list, um, there was a movie that was on there. Um, and because of my kind of criteria, I'm taking it off. And I decided to throw that in the honorable mentions. So I decided that uh, when I asked you what consists of a disaster movie, you wrote me something to the effect of it could be a natural disaster or it could be a man-made disaster. And then you also said it can be uh, basically, you know, a solid movie or kind of campy, if you will, if I'm just using some other words. But um, as I was kind of researching around, I was like, okay, what, what, what would the world consider a, a disaster movie? And I found a really great list. And they said three things that they didn't, they were going to discontinue or disinclude from, from it. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea, but that means I have to take one off. And in my list, I had a movie uh, that uh, the disaster was aliens. And, uh, and in this particular thing I was watching, they said no aliens, no monsters, no zombies. And if you're watching here, I've got zombies ate my neighbor <laughs> behind me. 
And so Great. that's going to be my way of getting zombies in. So I'm not, I, I was like, that's a good idea. I'm not going to go aliens. I'm not going to go zombies. I'm not going to go monsters today. I'm going to go all either natural or man-made because those things are kind of imaginary, if you will, at one level or another, or unproven, if you guess. So my movie today for my honorable mention is going to be Independence Day. And uh, I just absolutely love Independence Day. Uh, I've always loved the movie. It's one of the key things we always watch on the 4th of July. It's one of my favorite movies by Will Smith. Um, and and uh, it's just, it's a, it's always been a staple around the Plaisance household uh, once it's come out. And so it was in my top four in my short. But I just, I just love the movie. And it made me kind of think, well, if I pick that one, there's a ton of other really good alien movies. And I have to figure out why I want to get those off. So I was like, yeah, I'll just take that one out. But I did add a nice one back in. That's a good one. I love that movie. I remember seeing that in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I, it, you know, Will Smith basically is the, he flies the plane and flies it right up the middle and kamikazes himself to save the world and essentially. <laughs> and, and it's such a great film and it's heartwarming and you know because you know it's patriotic i'm i'm a military guy uh yeah. and, and and i just i just really love the film it's it's one of my favorites by will smith and he's done a ton of really great things so yeah that's gonna be my honorable mention today and uh yeah we'll go from there that's a good one have you ever seen so that's that's randy quaid who blows himself up right. have you ever seen the alternate cut or ending where he's flying like his I've own biplane. This. I feel like I saw it years ago. Yeah. 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 I, I, I thought that was Re neat, you know. Remind me what happened? So, so he, it's Randy Quaid. That, he like shoots it or something. Like well, no. So so him and Jeff Goldblum go into the mothership and right. get a virus. But at the same time, Randy Quaid, who everybody thinks was nuts, he's Correct. a pilot who says he's been abducted. They give him a plane. And all the right. missiles are bouncing off and he ends up flying up into it and explodes and blows right. it up and gives them their chance. But in an alternate What was cut, the alternate though? Yeah. He flies his own uh old biplane because oh, nobody oh, will let that's and, it. That's it. That's yes. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's awesome, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, that's a great pick. That is a great Roland, what was it? Roland Emmerich, I think, was that guy. He was making that and Godzilla and just so many good popcorn movies, you know. Yeah, and it's here's the thing. Uh, if you know anything about me, um, there's not a whole lot of movies I hate, right? Mm -hmm. Like I just, as long as I can sit around, enjoy it and understand the audience it was built for, um, I can usually enjoy most movies. I mm -hmm. mean, like I'm not the, I'm, I'm, I'm not Siskel and Ebert, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to criticize and go on some, but you're talking about just this, your style of show here it's your favorite and so there's usually some nostalgia built with it yes i can remember sitting around like you said popcorn and being like all right it's fourth of july before we go shoot the fireworks we've got to see the mothership blow up and then we go outside <laughs> you know i remember those things as a yeah. kid or as a younger fella so nostalgia wise it's there man it's there that's an awesome one. that's a great pick that's a great pick do you just have the one honorable mention yeah, well, I have I have another audible uh, another one, um, and and it's a great movie, and it's kind of has to do similar to what you're doing. So I figured okay. I would kind of hold on to that one for a second. No, sir. So I have one that I'm gonna um say later that is very similar to this one. If you should, if you will. 
Okay. All right. Well, great. Well, then I will throw my two honorable mentions out, which with the arithmetic, it's four. Um, so my first honorable mention is a 1994 CBS television movie uh, that's called Without Warning. And this is uh, a story about, it's, it's one of these news broadcasts. It starts with a movie, a murder mystery with Lon, with Lonnie Anderson. And then okay. it gets interrupted and there's been um, a series of earthquakes. And so they go to these earthquakes and then they come back and then, it, you know, all these things start finding out. And then they find out that there's there's been meteors hitting and anyway long story short yeah long story short they they start putting all of these things together and then the um the impact starts and you find out that there is another meteor coming straight for the north pole and it's a it's they put all of their defenses together and are able to shoot out uh and uh are they going to stop it do they stop it well i'm not going to ruin the the surprise but it's it's great because it's got that real network feel to it and of course it was you know a halloween presentation so that's yep. right at 30 years ago i believe and it's got the bomb from malcolm in the middle as one of the uh as one of the newscasters so that's a great meteor movie and it's better than the 1979 movie meteor with sean connery <laughs> <laughs> which God, I so wanted this to be on the list because it's got it's it's Carl Malden and so and many people in I it. I agree. The meteor has such a great cast. But it, oh cast. I, I found it and sat down and watched it and I was just so disappointed. I mean, the Russians were so fake and the nuclear uh shots coming out, you know, it, it was it was a movie of its time, 1979. Uh, but Sean Connery does a great job in it. So it's funny. I pull up. I pulled up without warning to kind of shake the tree open because I'm like, man, I remember this, and and it brings up 1980 movie without warning. And I, I was <laughs> yes. like, okay, he's about to tell me it's better than the 1980 movie without warning. <laughs> yeah, but that's that a great alien idea. Invasion. It's an alien. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, okay, this isn't the one I was looking for. <laughs> you, you you found the one I'm not looking for. But uh, yep. yeah, I remember both of these movies and I love Sean Connery. I wish that was a better movie. It okay. was it was not it was not very great. But uh, I mean, somebody out there had, might have it in their fave five. Though. Yeah, they might. And that's fine. And I will defend them to the end because yeah. there's some cool stuff in it. But it just was not as good as Without Warning. It's no. got that, or Without Warning, it's got that great, great twist at the end. So. So I have one other honorable like, mention. What's, what's the next one there? So the next one is also meteor movies, or let me say this, celestial body movies. And my honorable mention is from June 1998 by the fantastic popcorn master Michael Bay. And it's, as we say in the Ray household, Armagoogle Goggle. Um, because my daughter at the time, that's the only thing she could say. But I'm, of course, talking about Armageddon. Armageddon. So talk about a popcorn movie. You know, it's it's better to teach oil rig workers to go and become astronauts than it is to teach astronauts how to drill. And right. it's just so much fun. It's got a great cast. Uh, Bruce Willis, uh, Billy Bob Thornton, Liv Tyler, Ben Affleck. Affleck. 
God, so yeah. many people in Great this. Cast. Yeah, and they Michael blow Clark stuff Duncan. up so good in this movie. Yeah, Michael Clark Duncan, you know. And um, yeah, it's a fantastic movie. I yeah. love this movie. Yeah. Um, um you it is oh, go ahead. You you're going, you're 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 walking a thin line now because then you're I, I, if you're going with this one, there's got to be something else you're about to bring back up, right? Yes, there is, because yeah. I feel that Armageddon is more more favorite better than 1998's deep impact <laughs> right okay and i can agree i can yeah. agree good good now but here's the here's the thing those movies were almost out almost simultaneously i mean they're like well, back to back yes month may for um deep impact and june for armageddon and, but, you know i read something not long ago jamie that uh there was uh i don't remember who said it or who wrote it but uh they were like i think deep impact would have had a much more impact if they didn't have Armageddon follow it. Uh, mm -hmm. If Armageddon would have come out a year prior or two years later or whatever, but the fact that they went boom, boom, one, two, the punch of that that Armageddon brought in because it was such a popcorn style, style movie and such a fun movie that it brought a bigger audience. It, exactly. it brought a different audience where it didn't different. just yeah. this, this niche of people, right? Mm -hmm. And so people just enjoyed it more. Oh yeah, and and, it, and they're, they're, Affleck they're was different also, movies. Brought in all kinds, yeah. Oh yeah, you know you can't you. It's 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 unfair to compare them because Deep Impact has a has a better story. It's more layered. The characters are a lot more believable. You want you know, um, but just you know when, when the guys from Armageddon get on the the Russian space station and they've got that guy who's just crazy running around <laughs> i mean it's just you know it's it's just two different movies but if i have to pick uh an asteroid slash celestial from the 1998 uh summer it's gonna have to be armageddon so i i love this pick i i <laughs> applaud i applaud both those picks you could have went either way i, yeah. I like both of those movies well cool well thank you well then i would like to hear what your fifth favorite disaster movie is yeah, I'm going to bring in uh, my fifth favorite disaster movie. So, um, which is funny, you told me you uh, you on your side gig kind of do things for the oil, and I'm going with uh, Deepwater Horizon, and oh. uh, mainly because I'm from Louisiana, and it impacted our region so so much. tremendously, so tremendously. But I'm I'm going with a movie. Gosh, I, you know what's funny? I realized watching this, J Jamie, going to kind of research, Mark Wahlberg likes disaster movies. He's in a lot of these movies. <laughs> and um, anyways, it's such a great movie, though. My um, my uh, father, I'm sorry, my stepfather-in-law, uh, if you will, he passed away not long back, but he uh, was an oil rig guy, and he was also a shrimper, and they used his boat, he used his boat to go out there, and a good friend of mine, like one of my best friends, made a fortune trucking the government back and forth on his private boat. Um, mm -hmm. I was looking it up, man. There was $5.2 billion worth of damage uh, done by this, this oil rig, right? Of just the, 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 the repercussions. I believe there was, uh, I think it was maybe 13 people passed away, maybe 30. Uh, there's a couple different things that I looked up, uh, but um, 
anyways, what a great movie though. It's fun. It's, it's, it's based off of a true story, which I'm, I'm, I'm very partial to that. Um, I, I don't always need to be a documentary. I love when things are inspired by those things and I don't have to go and research and they wouldn't have said that. They wouldn't have done that. I love when they dram dramatize uh, really good events. And this is going to be my, my, my topic mainly because I have a lot of connection to it. One, we're Louisiana fellas, and it was in the Gulf Coast. And two, I have some family ties to it. So I was really glued to the TV to see how they were, well, through the news process, right? right. And then glued to see how they would direct this and produce it. And there's such a great scene that I remember. Uh, it, Mark Wahlberg was such a family guy in the movie and, and his daughter, and they're kind of going through that. And she she's really upset with the, 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 the oil and all those things. I, I love this movie tremendously. I've seen it. It's a, it's, it's a, always a, a must watch if it comes across, uh -huh. you know, Netflix or whatever you see it. And it's like, Hey, let's check that out again. It's a, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was a tremendous, tremendous effect to the oil field industry. Cause I was, I was working during it and uh, not only did, everything that happened that you know like was in the movie you know it still affects things because you know we'll have things offshore that have been in place for years and years and years and there are new regulations now that about how you can handle its repair or replacement because the Bessie uh, came in and just made all of these changes um, and and a lot of them are, are good changes you know things that should have you know been done uh, but it's still you know that we we face it at least you know once a month something will come up and we're like yeah no you can't do that anymore you know you have to have to handle it a different way but uh that's an excellent choice yeah Man, so with the 87 days in the gulf of mexico 5.2 billion dollars 11 rig workers were tragically killed in that mm -hmm. in that but uh real life man i, I just yeah. love those kind of movies and it's really awesome uh oh. i like the movie well that's a good one well, I have, for my number five, one movie based on a real event or fictionalized of a real event, uh, but I've picked for my favorite five is The Poseidon Adventure oh. by Irwin Allen. Um, now, we're going to hear the name Irwin Allen a couple of times because I love me some Irwin Allen. Um, I have my DVD love me some physical media mm -hmm. okay um just an amazing movie uh about a huge ship the ss poseidon that's overtaken by a tidal wave mm -hmm. um, leslie nielsen is the captain dies but the surviving passengers including gene hackman and ronnie mcdowell and uh ernest borgnine and, and all of these people have to make their way uh through the upside down ship to the bottom of the ship which is now above water to be right. saved and the, back in the 70s, as, as I know that you know, because you know, love of movies, so the cast was so big. Yeah, I mean, a, this is a big cast. Yes. And just great film, uh, even to this day. I mean, they, they, they did a remake of it with Kurt Russell. I love me some mm -hmm. Kurt Russell, but it <laughs> did not have the same heart that the original movie did. So for me, I'm always going to go back and watch. A Poseidon Adventure. 
Yeah, I, I I know this one well. My dad loved this movie, or I say my dad loved this movie. It was it was one of those ones that you know my 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 parents are, are older, and uh, I remember as a young fellow watching um, the Poseidon Adventure. I I just remember Leslie Nielsen actually doing something that's serious for a change, mm-hmm. you know, and because he was always the slapstick guy, whether it was Mister Magoo or Naked Gun or whatever it may be. Yeah, but uh, he was he was in the the cast was was fantastic but look i i did a lot of research today kind of jumping around and this movie is in probably the top five of most lists so um that's a great pick man it's yeah. it's just, i don't have a lot of connections with it but it is a fantastic movie it's a really good movie so, so you, you know erwin allen loved um leslie nelson so yeah. not only was he in this movie um I also, in working for this one, I I picked up some things I'd never watched before, including this um, Irwin Allen production of The Night the Bridge Fell Down. I have not heard of that. Yeah, I'd never heard of it either, but I was I found it on eBay, and it's got Desi Arnaz, uh, um, James MacArthur, who was in Emergency, or Adam 12, okay. Adam 12 um, and Leslie Nielsen. And in this movie, not only is Leslie Nielsen playing a serious role, he's also playing a thief and a guy who's trying to extort money from a, a woman's husband. Uh, two discs. It was almost, I mean, it was three something hours. It was a two night special. Yeah, not so good though. <laughs> not so, they're basically on a bridge and the two sections of it fall off and they're stuck in the middle and because he stole from him um he thinks you know all the, so he, t- he becomes the bad guy and he's you know it's anyway whenever it's, i think of leslie nielsen obviously my dad loved naked gun and we watched oh that, yeah obviously, but uh in police uh police academy police, police, police squad squad yeah, police, yeah, yeah yeah you're right squad. Police squad and but anyways but have you ever seen uh devil in the blue dress no i'm sorry that was the song for it because of the depth, yep. Yeah. Repossessed. Have you ever seen Repossessed? Dude, I have a laser disc signed by um her. <laughs> Devil in the Blue Dress is when they is, is, is the song they're singing yeah. to make fun of The Exorcist. But that movie might be one of my favorite slapstick movies of all time. It is hilarious. Right? And it is she absolutely. was funny. I mean, you know, to actually be in it, you know. When they, oh. when, when they say, what is an aglet? And I know what an aglet is for my whole life. And they were like, uh, you know, those are those little plastic things on the end of the uh, shoes. That, that's what she likes. Well, what was John Hancock? And I, I say that all the time because they're like, that's how you got your last name, whatever you did. Such a hilarious movie. But anyways, Leslie Nielsen. That's a great I think choice. That, yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a cool, that's a cool choice. Poseidon, Poseidon Adventure is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Because the Poseidon Adventure is much better than Raise the Titanic from 1980. Oh, good Lord. It's such a better movie. So supposedly the Titanic has a, in a vault that went down with it, a super secret ingredient, the vital ingredient to make a super weapon that will therefore deter all the other nuclear weapons and the Americans and the Russians are racing to get to it. And uh, I've never even heard of this, to be honest. <laughs> Just the fact you told me that I'm, th- I'm sitting there thinking 
why was it on the cruise ship that went down in <laughs> like yeah. what yeah. okay so um it is the strange. story had to be some concocted thing it was clive cussler actually worked on the screenplay for this so okay. i can only imagine how bad the screenplay was before it got to them <laughs> <laughs> but it does have a really cool scene where they finally get together and all the navy seals and everything are able to rise the sh- to, to raise the ship up you know above water so anyway if you want to see a, a a wet boat movie watch the poseidon adventure and skip raise the titanic yeah so that sounds sounds like we need to skip that movie. That, I mean, I, that doesn't even sound that sounds terrible. Yeah, and it was on like Amazon <laughs> and or I, something. And I'm not Siskel and Ebert, but I would say <laughs> that gets two thumbs down. Yeah, yeah. Well, what would you give to a thumbs up for your number four? Yeah. So um, now we're 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 back. Let Let's jump back to uh, my my. Well, no, I'm sorry. Let's let's give you the addition to my fifth because you know I only did a top four, so this is going to be my addition to that. I added Deep Water because I took the Alien movie out, and um, I'm gonna. It's another story based off of a true story, if you will. Um, you might see a couple of those today from me, um, but this one's based off of a true story, and um, I have a bit of connection with this too. My wife does uh she also does ministry so you mentioned that i'm a pastor i was a missionary here in atlanta doing homeless and sex trafficking ministry and a part of doing that i've run into some really awesome people and my wife and my daughter went to a school and what a ministry school and my wife ended up getting hired by that same folks and we have become love 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 her family uh but become a part of a ministry that ministry is called the cadre and you can't see it right here, uh, Jamie, but this right here that I'm pointing to is actually uh, a helmet. Oh, hard hat, yeah. And this helmet says, keep digging the cadre. And basically in, in the cadre, we invite leaders over and they watch movies that she has shortened and she puts ministry behind them. And this particular movie that it's based off is the 33, the Uh. miners that got buried, um, that, uh, the, 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 the ground collapsed on them. And there were 33 miners that were trapped for several, several days. That was like Pennsylvania Um, or something like that. No, it was it was actually in South America. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it was it was in South America, and uh, let me get my notes. But yeah, it, it it happened, and the crazy thing is is you know immediately they what they said was there was a there was a rock as big as as tall as the Empire State Building that kind of shifted and collapsed on top of them, wow. and so they were that deep down. It's based off a true story. Um, here, here it is. Antonio Banderas, uh, Rodrigo Santoro. Um, it was 69 days that these 33 men were underground wow. with a, basically a Empire State Building rock over them. And so the miners are in Chile. So it's in a Chilean mine and their families are anxious. They're, 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 they're excited. Oh, um, uh, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips was in oh. it. Uh, yeah. So uh, 
they're like racing the odds. And what ends up happening is they, they kind of hire these drillers to go and drill in and send down through this elevator of things uh, uh, of uh, supplies and stuff to help keep them keep going. Them alive. Yeah. And they're trying to realize how much air they have down there, how much longer they can do. And they're, they, these guys are coming up with all these new ways to do it. And they end up designing this tunnel that goes all the way down that can take one of them out at a time. And mm. so uh, it, it's a true story. It's based off of, uh, I believe it happened in 2011 or 2010. Um, but the, the, the odds of survival were next to nothing. And I love this movie. Um, and I'll be honest, when I, I remember when it came out and I remember when it all happened and when it came out, it really didn't tickle me at all. Like it's not something I, oh, okay, whatever. Um, I'll catch it. But, uh, being a part of the cadre, uh, which is, is, uh, just a, a, a big part of our family's life. And seeing ministry people come in, I've now watched this movie in the shortened version probably 15 times over the last wow. six months or so because I always help over there. And I always catch something new and just it still always baffles me that for 69 days, these 33 guys can survive in there. And, and, and you see the camaraderie, the brotherhood, how they stuck together, they fought through and um it's just a, such a great movie. It is such a great movie. And when I actually did my list, my top four back earlier, I had only seen it a couple times at that point. <laughs> I have really fallen in love with this movie and it is, it's, it's going to be a part of my, my rewatch for several years. If you haven't seen it, it's again, based off this true story. And once you watch it, you'll just be marveled at like, wow, wow this really happened. It's just that's so crazy. Cool. Yeah. Wow. That's a good one. Not even, that's not even on my radar. Wow. Oh. So um that's gonna cool. be my no my, my 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 fourth entry i guess to the okay. to the fave five all right well my number four um is a movie that takes place in new orleans of all places um it's gonna be it involves the superdome and it involves michael parks uh and it is the savage bees from 1976 nice. now if you've never seen this it's about a brazilian boat that shows up in the port of new orleans and everyone on board is dead and the locals are perplexed so ben johnson is the sheriff and he comes up and finds dogs dead and then a little girl goes missing and they find her and she's dead and they have all of these welts all over them and they are from the Savage Bees. Wow. Uh, they, yeah. So the only way to save New Orleans, of course, it takes place during Mardi Gras, is to get all the bees uh, to to come on top of a Volkswagen Beetle with a, like a pheromone type thing on them. And she has to drive through New Orleans with these bees on her into the Superdome where they turn down the air conditioning so all the bees will freeze and they can safely save the city. Yes. Okay. So this, does so, this ring any bells? I, 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 I it doesn't. And then, you know, <laughs> I, I, I feel like 
you know, being in New Orleans, I should know this. And I feel like when you were mentioning it, I was like trying to rack the brain of the different things in the Superdome. And obviously that's that's what the teaser's for. And then when you said bees, I'm like, gosh, the only one that I could pop in my head might be actually your alternate to this one. I'm thinking. Which possibly. is from 1978, again, by Irwin Allen. The Swarm. The Swarm. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yes. So that's the one I immediately thought of eventually, but yeah. not not the one that you were talking about. Okay. No, because The Swarm, um, while being uh, probably has a much larger cast, cinematographer is much better. Um, it's just not that great. I mean, all, all these bees descend upon a town. There are some great moments in it. But I sat down and rewatched it, and it's long. I think it's like almost like two and a half hours, maybe. And um, I was just waiting for it to be over. I mean, so it's. Oof. Let me ask you: going back to your original one, uh -huh. the bees were there. Were were there? Were they just? Were they killer bees? Were they? Yes, they were killer bees that came bees? up. Like, was there? What was? No, they were natural, and that was the thing about the swarm is the swarm were killer bees and they had a very deadly venom okay and they attacked without any reason the savage bees were just the natural progression of like the africanized killer bees that were making their way up and so okay. this one was kind of like a um this was like nature taking its course and the swarm was just so much they would just attack without warning the killer bees I mean, the savage bees would attack just like regular bees would if you like knocked into their, you know, their their habitat or, or you know, knocked the hive down or something. So uh, it just like, for example, in the swarm, um, I think it's a young woman who gets stung by the bees. And there's this really bad science fiction special effect with this giant bee just like over her. <laughs> And, you know, she's having a fever dream or something about it. And, uh, I mean, even Henry Fonda couldn't, couldn't, it's got Henry Fonda. It's got Michael Caine. Uh, oh, I love Michael God, Caine. So, yeah. Uh, I, love, you know? I love Henry Fonda. So, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's a nice cast. So, I would tell you to watch it, but just with oh. very, very, very low expectations. Yeah. Well, you know? I, I will, I'll put it in the feed. That's the one thing I love about our show. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I'm sure you too, um, my list of things to watch just continue <laughs> to grow and I'm like running out of room because it, yeah, that's what I'm doing here. I know I love things, but there's certain things. It's just blind spots. So, yeah. yeah. Well, good. Well, let's hear what your number three is. So, yeah, I'm going to jump into a, um, another movie, which I think, um, uh, real events were inspired by the movie maybe because, uh, this Start to movie, see a pattern. This movie in 2011 um, was the precursor to what happened to us in 2020, but I'm going with Matt Damon and Jude Law, Kate Winslet, Contagion. Yes. So if you've seen Contagion, you might get sick watching it today, but back in 2011, it was a mind thriller. You're just like, wow, this is, and it could possibly happen. And then nine years later, uh it does <laughs> united states and china get together and they say let's 
follow the movie and all wear masks and stand in line and six foot away from each other. And it, it the whole movie basically kind of Simpsons the uh, uh the the world. Yep. And uh kind of pre pre-plans this virus that uh gets out. And um Matt Damon, I, I love Matt Damon, just a, a tremendous actor in my opinion. Uh that I, I there's not much he does that I I I, I won't put a watch to and actually I had a couple movies that I thought about putting in here but um again it's not a true story but it kind of flipped the script on us and uh I, I like this movie it was actually in my top four it was my number four in my original short um mm-hmm. but I like it it's got a great cast it's got Lawrence Fishburne in it and it's got uh uh Kate Winslet Jude Law Jude Law is <laughs> July, the whole movie is basically the guy, which ended up happening in 2020, the guy that's like trying to do conspiracy theories and he's like sharing information and he's, it makes you kind of feel like, uh, man, if, if you watch it, you're like, oh, th- this did happen. This is exactly yeah. how it went down. And, and, and it might give, it might give some of you PTSD if you watch it now, if you haven't already watched it. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be my number three, but I'm going to give you, uh, this is the movie that I was saying that uh, I'll go, I'll give you the alternate to this, okay. which isn't necessarily as good, but it's another one of my favorite movies and that's Outbreak. And so uh, Outbreak is a fantastic movie with Dustin Hoffman. And this one is based off of, so the original one, Sorry, uh, Contagion's kind of based off the bird flu. This one's right. based off a, 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 a virus from a monkey, right? right Ebola, so right? The monkey scratches, the monkey comes over, scratches the pet guy, the guy falls down, and it just, it goes out. Yeah. Well, the outbreak, a little different, they're all like in ET masks and stuff and like trying to shut down a whole town, if you right. will. They're both fantastic movies. I just think Contagion just did a fantastic job and it actually like we felt it and it, yeah. it, it makes it so much more real the other one can happen too and and it's very similar but i just think uh contagious is a better movie so there's there's my one two punch for you right there. that's awesome one um have you ever seen the south korean movie called the flu i have seen the flu so i'm thinking that's a long yes you know very right similar. in there so yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is just one of those virus movies. The virus mm-hmm. has gotten out the pandemic and they wouldn't be such a big deal if you watched them in 2018. You're like, right. oh yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. That's cool. Whatever. Ooh, they're going to become Ooh, zombies. Scary. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's going to be my number three. All right. Well, that's a good one, man. I, I, I like both of those movies. I've seen Outbreak several times. I think I only saw Contagion once. Um, I, you know, I've got to go with, uh, you know, the, the, um, God, what was I trying to say? Oh, the, the end for Contagion, where, I mean, mm. they're like biting their nails and here comes a nuke or, you yeah. know, that was that Which, was. I'm glad else. we didn't have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think they've kind of thought about it a few times, but yeah. Well, you know, yeah, 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 yeah would you? All right, well, let me see if I can come against that with um, two very hot movies. Okay. My number three. Very um, hot. Very hot. <laughs> yep. Now, both of these are from Irwin Allen. Okay. Okay. So I, I'm just going to say you, in, in one movie, he can do a really great job. And in the other movie, not so much. So my third favorite, 
stars the twins of Hollywood from the 70s, Steve McQueen and Paul Newman. And mm-hmm. so it's also got OJ in it. Which, <laughs> and I, yeah. Yeah. And I am talking about The Towering, Towering Inferno. Inferno. Yeah. Such a great movie. A list actors of, of the 70s throughout. Um, it's just so well done. Um, even today, it's still topical because we are building buildings taller and higher and we don't have the equipment to get to them. And if if all things go wrong and if you've ever worked anywhere in your life, you know that sometimes you're just a day away from everything going wrong. Um, this is the movie that's kind of set your, your heart to pitter-patter. Um, right. You know, the, the big high rise, you find out that the corrupt um, son-in-law was, you know, pocketing money and cutting corners. And when the fires start, um, it's every man, woman, and helicopter for themselves. Yeah. So this you're, is a you're, fantastic you're movie. I've seen this movie several times. This is one of the Irwin Hour movies that I actually thought about in my, you, you know, my short list of, of, of movies. Um, but this is on every list. It's on every single list of disaster movies. And so when you said it, um, as soon as you said McQueen, I was like, okay, is this Tower Inferno? Because I think he was in that. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, definitely a good movie. But you said the next one is Irwin Allen. And I have one that would be complimentary to this that is not Irwin Allen. And I, oh, I okay. But I, well, I would like to hear yours and see what's going on. So mine is Irwin Allen's fire exclamation mark (laughs) which was another made for tv movie uh but this one is about a forest fire where um a convict starts a fire uh to escape from his road gang that that he's in prison which gets out of control and is uh set to destroy this little um sawmill town and so everybody kind of has to get together and try to save it. I s- could only see parts of this one. It was on YouTube for a little while and then they pulled it and I was not going to pay what they wanted to for um CD or I mean, sorry for a DVD of it. Uh, but from what I saw uh, and from what I read, it was probably one of his lesser kind of at the end of what he was doing um just kind of i don't want to say phoned it in because i haven't seen the whole thing but i could definitely say that i feel without a doubt that um towering inferno beats the fire now what were you thinking well let me just touch on that so the what's fun about erwin allen and you had mentioned it and i'm like gosh what what exactly is he talking about because i I wasn't such a a huge fan of that but it, it it once i pulled him up the emotions and the things started flooding back with watching some of these things with my family and parents, because I'm, I'm the last of 10 kids. I don't know. I'm the last of 11 kids. I have 10 sisters that are all. Wow. And, and that's a, a, a fun fact. And so my sisters and, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of sitting on the ground while we're watching things and you know I was born in 78 I have sisters that were born in the 60s and 50s. Well, 61, I think, was my earliest sister. So, yeah, I mean, these kind of things come up. And when I pulled up the list, I started laughing and giggling. I was like, who? I, I like, okay, Irwin Allen, 
you, you, you did a lot of things, but he should have hired somebody to help him uh, name some of these movies. Cause I mean, he's got fire. He's got flood, flood. Got cave in. I mean, like you're like, Hey, what's oh, this cave movie? What is this movie about? Oh, it caves in cave in. That sounds like a good name. Did you, you know? see who was in cave in? No, I didn't. Leslie <laughs> Nielsen. Oh, is he? Okay. <laughs> I was, I was no, trying I mean, to think I, of a third I was like, one. Gosh, that's such a, I was like, man, he's the master of disaster movies. He's just like, Hey, I, I, I got to do one on flood. I got to do one on this. Anyways, uh, but the one I was thinking of was a more, much more recent movie, which is very complimentary to it. And they kind of say it, it's, it's, it's uh, kind of takes after that, but it's skyscraper with the rock. Yes. With the rock. Yes. Yeah, very so good. A newer one. And, and it's actually a pretty Popcorn. decent movie. It and, really and was. It's, it's so rock. I mean, if you like the rock, it's the rock, but uh, it's a cool movie. Lots of yeah. really awesome special effects, but yeah. Gia did, um Gershon, whatever her name is, is plays the uh, wife. Yeah. Uh, uh from right. the House of Usher and stuff yes. right now. And I really thought it was interesting that they chose to give him a prosthetic leg in the movie. Yeah. Um it, I, I, quite interesting. I, yeah, I thought that was a, that was an but I did enjoy, you know, his I even enjoyed Rampage, you yeah. know, because it's a rock movie and I, I love the guy to death, but I'm not expecting, you know, an Oscar worthy so movie. Here's I want to be entertained and he entertains. The rock is, is our kids, kids, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, mm -hmm. that's just what he is. Yeah. And I mean, he's just an oversized man that had a sports career and can barely act that is becoming a fantastic actor. And one of the most, yeah, it's just who he is now. I mean, yeah. he's going to get all of those roles. He, he, he hit it right place, right time. And that's him. I mean, yeah. but yeah, but he seems I, like a genuinely good guy. He's so. actually got another movie on here on this type of list. And it doesn't make my list, but just throwing this out there. When I yeah. asked my family, they all said that one has uh -huh. to be on the list and it's not. Yep. So it's, just but we might talk about it. So hold we on might. to that title. We'll we might. see because between the two of us, we have two more. Yeah, yeah. So, so I got mine. I got mine ready to go. And um, man, I'm just keep, so it's keep your penultimate choice. Yeah, because I paid five dollars for that word, so I have to use it every episode. Oh, okay, so, okay. So I, I'm, I'll make sure we don't use it in ours because then we'll have to pay royalties. We won't. Oh say no, no, it's paid for if if you want to use okay. it. That's what I'm saying. I, <laughs> okay. I bought it, so I use it. Fantastic, every time. fantastic. <laughs> hey, so I'm gonna jump into a movie that every time I watch it, I leave in awe. Mm -hmm. The special effects are fantastic. It's a simple movie. And I'm going to stay on that same theme of it's based on true events. Yeah. And I am going with the perfect storm. And mm -hmm. I, this, this movie to me if you know anything about it, it's about uh, uh, it's it's about a ship uh, called the Andrea Gale, and it's George Clooney, Mark Wahlberg again, again, like a Diane. I can't stay Lange. out of trouble. Diane Lang, Wolfgang Peterson, by the way, is the one who produced and directed it. He's also got several uh, disaster movies in his belt, and and I, 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 I that's just his thing. I guess he's trying to follow after Irwin Allen, but mm -hmm. I. I love this movie. So the Andrea Gale, based on a true fishing boat, there's a, a just the, the 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 way that the North Atlantic comes together, it builds this perfect storm, if you will. 
and these guys are fishermen and they're going out and man, you see that boat going up that, that wave and just fighting. And I mean, if, if you haven't seen it and you're here and you've made it this far down, uh, it, they lose the fishermen. Right. And, and it's just, it's one of those movies, unless you knew the outcome and you actually went and paid attention when that happened, it's just like, Oh man, yeah. really? Like for it's, it's, it's crazy. 120 foot wave. They're calculating that to be 120 foot wave that, that took down the Andrew Gale. But it, it has it, it, it's had 13 deaths of all the fishermen and there was other fishing boats and things. Five hundred million dollar in damages to the the location, the area, the fishing. And again, um, I didn't mean to pick all movies that kind of followed a, a, a true nature. And, and, and but some of mine actually did. And I actually have another movie that almost fought its way to be here on a day. And it was also a true kind of account but i have some other fun ones but this one is just one i had to have it was number two on my list on my original i had to have it again today perfect storm is just a fantastic film and it's it's yeah. well put together it's kind of popcorny um in a little bit uh, you know because you're but it, since it is a true story you're like you're just kind of glued to the right. tv like, what's going to happen next yeah, and so yeah. the dialogue isn't fantastic. It's Mark Wahlberg. It's George Clooney. You know, it it, it it's kind of that, but it's it's a it's a great movie. I love it. It really is. We saw I saw that one in theater too. I can remember that last that big last wave. And again, not really going back and and researching what happened to them. Uh, I was shocked that you know they perished at the end. And this is one of those that you're talking about a disaster it's a it, it's a disaster in small proportions that really ended up being large i mean i didn't realize 500 million dollars i was like wow it's just a boat of 13 people i mean if you've drove on i-10 there's car accidents that are bigger than that and, mm -hmm. and you know and not not to to pull that down but 500 million this i mean it's it's the ultimate storm they still go out to go do what they needed to and try to go and save and get where they need to be Right. And to see that boat going up that wave and, and it being like this big, it's on the cover of the DVD. I, I remember mm -hmm, seeing mm -hmm. it like the boat is like, like a, a half an inch tall and the whole thing front end is that wave coming up. Yeah. Anyways, fantastic movie. So that's a great one. That that's is my a number great one. two for today. I only got one left, man. This is going. Oh, all right. Well, I have two movies that will take us up high, high, high. Okay. first now this is going to surprise a lot of people because it surprised me okay because i rewatched all of these because i was able to find all of them streaming um but my penultimate choice is airport seven nineteen seventy five. 1975 um this is a movie starring charlton heston it's got helen reddy sid caesar and karen black it's based off of a screenplay um, and it was directed by um, Don Ingalls based off of an original book by Arthur Haley. So it was adapted. And um, so this is a, the, the, this is the one about the huge airplane that gets, uh, it's a 747 and a small plane crashes into it, kills the co-pilot and blinds Charlton Heston, the pilot. So Karen Black is forced to take over the controls, everything, all the windows are blown out, and she has to uh, land the plane. Now, what is going to surprise a lot of people 
is that I like this movie better, and you can see it right over my shoulder, better than 1970s Airport. Um, so that's a CED, uh, disc two, I think, of two, um, which the original movie, uh, with the screenplay by George Seaton, um, had another huge cast. Um, Dean Martin was, you know, the 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 big pilot, and Burt Lancaster was in it. And I just felt after watching this movie, it felt more like a soap opera or a drama than it did an action movie. It took a very long time uh, for what was going to happen to happen to, you know, cause the airplane to be crippled. And most of the time was uh, George, George C. Scott uh, on the ground, uh, clearing everything and getting it away. And I just, oof, just wanted to go back and watch 75 again or Concord. Concord was pretty fun. Uh, but anyway, so that's going to be my number two. What do you think? So I, I, I knew you were going to put this on there because you, you gave it away <laughs> behind you. Um, and I saw this in all the lists. It is a blind spot for me. And as mm. soon as I saw it up there, I was like, oh, okay. But I, I as I was flipping through, I'm like, airport, airport 79, airport 78, airport 76, or whatever. Like, there's so many of these It's like movies. five of them, I think. Yeah. And so um, now I'm interested because, yeah. I, you know, I had honestly, I'd never even heard of it. I, I had to go to research with like, what actually is happening that it, this is a disaster? Like, what, what yeah. makes it a disaster? So... Yeah, I was kind of I was kind of looking through that after I got off of school today in between our show. I'm like, OK, what's airport? What is this? And then and then I saw it behind you and I was like, oh, OK, yeah. I'm glad I looked that up. But uh, yeah, yeah. Good pick. Good. Pick. So have you have you ever seen Airplane? Well, the, the last thing was an airplane. Yes. OK. Yeah. So that movie, the is first one of it, it is pretty much I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to say shot for shot, but it is pretty much straight off of airport uh down okay. to you know the guy uh um sonny bono with the the case yeah. that guy is played by a man named van Heflin in the original movie he, and he jumps out the- <laughs> it's 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 you know just the the craziest thing you could think of um, the nun getting and, slapped or, or well there is a nun in in the movie uh <laughs> i'm not gonna oh, say Simpson's just- in that movie too isn't he yes yes <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so it um no no Kareem Abdul Jabbar is oh, in airplane. Kareem. Yeah, yeah. OJ's Cap- in naked guns. Captain Over. Yeah, he's in all three, if I'm not mistaken, the naked guns. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so if you've seen airplane, you've seen the better version of airplane. Don't call me Shirley. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I tell, tell you to watch this. My mom hated spoof movies, hated oh, the slapstick. Really? My wife hates the slapstick. My dad, it was top notch for him mm-hmm. we watched every slapstick movie in history when yeah, i was. I think it's got something to do with our bits i i, yeah, I really do it, because women the three stooges i don't know of a woman that gets the three stooges you know and there's nothing wrong with that because, my dad loved 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 those movies yes man. i gosh that's stupider that, the better you know oh man the naked arms oh. the hot shots the the oh gosh all of them all of them loaded oh. weapon uh top secret yeah, top secret Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. good, good yep. one, good one. Yep. Hey, that was uh, I think that was Peter Cushing's last film, if I'm not mistaken. 
or next to last film. I I love Top Secret, which yeah. that is that is hilarious in itself, making fun of the Germans <laughs> when they they they're dressed as that cow and whatever. Then mm-hmm. no, not not so fast. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I I love those movies. If you ever you ever want to do one of those, a slapstick spoof, count me in. I'm all over that. All right, man, I'll put Dude, you down I'm for it. That. I'm all over that. All right. Well, I want you to be all over your favorite disaster film because so, i'm look, I, i'm is, just wondering if it's going to be real life or if it's going without to be- question mm-hmm. without question this is this is it's one of my favorite movies of all time i mean it's it's it it, it brings so much emotions and i look i'll just give you the quote i'll give you the quote all right okay. you go take my little girl now that's your job always thought of you as a son always but it'd be proud I'd be proud for you to have my girl Grace. Armageddon. That's Armageddon Google Google. Armageddon. <laughs> Listen, when you said it earlier, we call it in in the Rushmore a Crushmore. Crushmore. This movie, I'm getting chills right now from that moment, dude. I cry when he when he's like, Harry, you can't do this. Harry, stop! It's my turn, and AJ's, and he's like, "No, it's my turn." Pulls the plug. It's yep. been in our show. If you've watched our show, I have that whole scene kind of dubbed in into the middle oh. of a scene, and just I, I tried to chop it up as much as possible so they wouldn't copyright me. But I, I mean, <laughs> I have all the pieces in there. I love that movie. I love when they're, you know, uh, AJ is with it with Grace, and they're they're playing with the the cookie, and they're like, uh, "Is it really a on cookie? her stomach a cracker?" <laughs> Um, but my favorite parts of this movie, I mean, you mentioned how all, how campy and popcorn it is and because it's not, it, can it really happen? I don't know. Is there a, a, a billion size speeded meteor here that we can chase down and sling across that whatever and do all the things it says, who knows, but right. what it sounds like is no, it's not possible. They get on the, the meteor, they drill to help destroy it and save the planet, save the world. And but my favorite part is when they're training the oil drillers and and these guys are they're training these guys how to become astronauts. And he's dancing with it. And he's, you know, and the mute, you got ZZ Top going in the background. And the whole scene and there then you got uh, Steve Buscemi, who's trying to like sow his royal oats and be this is my last thing. So he's going to the strip clubs. He's going to do all these things. And. Like it's a fantastic movie. Then you flash forward to uh, you know, the Ben Affleck's character, AJ, and you know, all these other guys are out kind of uh uh just being a knucklehead. And in the beginning of the movie, Ben uh, Ben Affleck's character, AJ, is a knucklehead. And and right. Harry Stamper is like on him at all times. He's like telling him he's an idiot. And while all these astro soon to be astronauts are out kind of partying during their thing. He's spending his time saying his last goodbyes to grace. Yes. And that is just, and I'm tearing up thinking about it because I get so touched about that. I remember mm-hmm. watching this movie thinking about uh, like my future self being a dad. And now I have daughters and man, like, would I be Harry or would I be AJ? Like, how are the things working? And, this movie is more than a disaster movie for me. It's so nostalgic. Um, it is literally, if if we're giving a, my Rushmore of favorite movies of all time, it is at least a Benjamin. It is really? at least a Benjamin. 
Benjamin. It is one of my favorite movies ever. And it's not the best movie ever. It uh-huh. is just one of the most nostalgic movies for me. I love when he's like, get the book, get the book, get the book, get the book. And he's like, you know, what would he name her? And he was going to name the meteor after her because of the, the yeah, anyways. Yeah. But I, I love this movie. I love everything about this movie from beginning to end. It's fun. It's what I want in a movie. I don't want to necessarily always deep think. I want to just have fun and just celebrate, laugh. I want to cry. I want to enjoy it. And just at the end of the day, go, man, that was fun. Yeah. And, and let me throw this out there. One, it's Jerry Bruckheimer. So I know I love that guy. And I love everything he does. And I love all the TV shows he does and all the things. But Michael Bay, and I'm going to tell you this, Michael Bay catches a lot of flack. There is not much that Michael Bay has ever done that I'm like, yeah, I don't want to watch that. Yeah, it might yeah. not be the perfect movie, whether it's Ninja Turtles, Transformers, Armageddon. You'd go through the litany of things, mm-hmm. but he catches so much because he doesn't always stick to the criteria and the material, and it's not always believable and whatever. But that, that to me, is what I want. I, yeah. I don't, I don't want. I, I give you all these true story movies, and I'm going to throw you one that is absolutely the opposite. <laughs> it, it's what it's what's fun to me. I mean, that yeah. is more fun than all those true story movies. And it's gonna be Armageddon, man. That's awesome. And I love it. And, and that is a great pick, obviously. Yeah, great you choice. <laughs> you know, my one of my favorite scenes, aside from when stuff is blowing up and all that, one of my favorite scenes is when Harry comes to uh the Billy Bob Thornton character and he's like, Yeah, okay, we're gonna do it, but we've uh we've got a few things, and he starts naming <laughs> all these you know, he doesn't we ever want to pay taxes again. Um, uh, there's uh you know all the, all those different things, you yeah. know. Dude, that whole, I, that I mean, you could just start me on the part where the heavy set fellow the, 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 is, is running with the IV. You could start mm-hmm. me at that spot of the movie and I'll watch <laughs> like the next like 20 minutes and turn it off. Like, I just want to, <laughs> that is like the most fun watching them train and be silly and just the music and all the things going on, all the good yeah. one-liners. It's a hilarious movie, man. Yeah. It's and, funny. And it's not, it's lose not funny. Them. funny. It's not slapstick. Yeah. No, when you lose them, you feel them. You really do. You know, though, that's a great one. And, you know, one of the things we haven't said, you kind of touched on, one of the things that makes that movie better than, or, or more of a favorite than Deep Impact is the soundtrack. I mean, Aerosmith is all over it, man. Yes. And, you know, Liv Tyler is Grace, which right. that was an introduction to me. I remember being a teenager, being in love with Liv Tyler. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because when she I was like, oh, that's, that's Steven's daughter. Look at how fantastic she, but, but like that, uh, uh, uh Aerosmith is all over that, that sounds, oh, right. yeah. that sounds like oh, it's yeah. fantastic. If you've ever watched the Rushmore show, not to kind of blind plug it for us, but Andy and I, one there's of a huge favorite, neon sign behind you. I think yeah, you're one good of, to one talk of, about one of, it. One of Andy and I's favorite things is soundtracks. Oh yeah. Like, when you're talking about a movie, we bring it up all the time. It's like mm-hmm. a video game, a movie, a television show, the soundtrack. And it is a long forgotten art, Jamie. Mm-hmm. It is a long forgotten art. Are you right? When things in the late 70s, all through the 80s, and most of the 90s, I'm almost positive the soundtrack happened before the screenplay. Like they built it around. I mean, not, yeah. it, no, I know what it, you're saying. It's just how it feels. It's like yeah. Oh, this song was built for this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the TV show was, whatever, like there's so I hear 80 songs now, and I'm like, 
Yep. That was that movie. That was that TV show. That was that yep. episode. That was that. Now music comes out. And I'm like, nah, I don't know. Nah. It's not tied to anything. It's just right. been on the radio. It's just a forgotten art. Yeah. I mean, I got one word for you. Batman. Yeah. You know, I mean, geez. Come on. And it so just many arose from Batman. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. The Returns. Batman Returns yeah. with Seal. Man, every time I hear that song. I, immediately i go to the the grave right yep. and, and seeing the video and then batman mm. so yeah it's good stuff Crazy. good stuff well my number one favorite disaster movie is really going to bowl you over because it's going to rock you it's going to roll you it's going to shake you i am talking about 1974's earthquake because this movie has everything Charlton Heston, a Gardner, a Genevieve Rougeau, a Richard Roundtree, uh, a George C. Scott again. I mean, it was in every movie in 1970s. Uh, and it is it is one of my all-time favorite movies. Lauren Green's in it. George, I keep saying George C. Scott. It's George Kennedy that I'm okay. going to say. Uh, and it is... Put anybody in the movie. Yeah, man, just whatever. put George, whatever. He's, he's probably in it somewhere. We'd have to look. <laughs> <laughs> um but this movie it was not a movie it was an event and it's got so much uh in it it's got the build up it's got and then the end and i'm not going to ruin the end for you if you've never seen this movie from 1974 um you've invested so much into this one particular character and in the end um it doesn't give you what you thought you were going to get out of it and I just love, love, love it. So George Kennedy, the, I pull him up, dude. Yeah. He he he's the guy that's always with Leslie Nielsen. I never know his name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy that's always with him, like in every movie ever. Lauren yeah. Green, Walter Matthau. Uh huh. Yeah, Walter Matthau. It plays a Richard drunk. Roundtree who just passed away. Yes. Yeah. He he plays a um a motorcycle like a an evil Knievel kind of guy. Miles Quaid uh, is his name. Miles Quaid, right. He's got this black uh, leather outfit with a, le a yellow lightning bolt across it. Um, geez, it was, it's such oh, a good Donald movie. Moffat. This has got a ton of people. Yeah. Ron Randolph. If you've wow. never seen it, I think it was on, it might have been on Amazon. But well, first it is, off, this. This IMDb is long, or this yeah. <laughs> cast is. The, usually, they give you like 10, 15, mm -hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's at least twenty-five rows of three on this. Wow! Yeah, there's there are so many people, and everybody gets an equal. It's not like so much just one thing. They they have all of these stories around the city, and then they come in. It's uh, it's really great, and it is so much better than for you to sit down and watch rock hudson and mia farrow in avalanche well, that i'm just glad you didn't say san andreas because <laughs> i thought you might go there but it sounds like san andreas might be backed off of this movie it, so we scrapered off of the other one we san andreas off of this one but yeah i yep. don't know I, I don't know avalanche either what's what's yes, that one? Keep, keep it that way um 
<laughs> I mean, it's got Robert Forster in it. It's you know, it's so basically, it's just about um, a ski resort and uh, an avalanche that comes. And there's um, somebody really scream cool. and shake the snow. Yes, they do. And it's oh. it's one of those movies where you know you see the same section of uh, trees and the same windfall of snow like hitting times, and they just yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like one of those I, old I, cartoons where they just have it on the same screen over and over again. <laughs> now you know the thing with uh with earthquake is is that you'll see like in movies in the seventies and like TV shows Rock in the eighties and Mia for Pharaoh. Pharaoh, yeah. Man. You'll see them reuse a lot of that special effects. That's how good Earthquake was. And that's about it, Robert Forster. Yeah. That's about the extent of this movie. They, yeah, it's uh. It's not the best. Um, 1978. Uh-huh. Wow. All right. Well, I don't know this one. 91 minutes. It sounds like, thank goodness. But I do have, <laughs> I am going to have to put uh, Earthquake and uh, Airport on my, my Airport list. 75. The 75. Yeah, the don't, 75. Wa- don't worry about watching the airport because airplane is much better version of airport. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, this has been so much fun, man. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to come on and sharing all your great stories and your favorites. Um, it's it's just been a pleasure. It wasn't a disaster after all. Well, we I'm glad we didn't make it a disaster, but uh yeah, I love it, man. And and I appreciate you having us on. Um, I, I hear you're having my co-host come on. and uh just plug this real quick he he as filming of this which isn't Mm -hmm. when it comes out obviously but on the filming of this he is getting ready to board a plane on the airport in the airport to fly to south america not chile thank goodness yeah (laughs) it's going he is going down to argentina Argentina. to uh missions yes that's amazing two weeks uh he's going to spend some time with a good friend of ours and do some uh some mission work and then when he gets back maybe y'all connect and get, that's get what i told him another Take- couple things out he's he's a music guy man so i think that's yeah. where y'all are going but uh, uh, actually maybe- we're gonna go with comedies if i'm oh he's a comedy guy too that's yes, his, he's a comedy that's guy. his go-to in in, yeah. in movies and film but music is his that's his claim to fame that's his that's his well- jam I might have to hit him up because I have another list that I've been looking for the right person that's musically inclined. So yeah. I'll reach He's out. A, to him. He was a, so he was a drummer. That's oh, a, okay. he still is a drummer. You kind of don't, yeah. you know, when we, we, we talked about kiss when mm-hmm. you were on this part of the kiss army. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. So this is the part of the show where I invite you to come back and we figure out what we're going to do, but we already know. We're gonna do slapstick movies. Let's do it, man. I'm I am so good. We'll call that parodies too. We've already All talked right. about some of them, but I mean, I can narrow out a ton more. There are a go. ton. More. There's so many in this world, and I'm thinking of them right now that are going <laughs> on my list. Because if you've watched the Rushmore show, they've been on mine. So yeah. I've about well, I'll skip that episode. Yeah. So I don't know, uh, but I want to watch the the one that just came out, which was um, Spooky TV. So Spooky TV was was yours. Was us, right. What? And then TV Villains was Villains, Tracy. That's it. And that's uh, it. she's with Nerd Squish. We were going to squish you guys together. Mm-hmm. And um, 
and we had someone that kind of fell out and rightfully so he's a really great friend of ours but he's he spent several times with us and he's just a busy busy fellow so I'm glad you guys were able to split it up. And we, we, we had two awesome shows and they're, they're really doing well, man. Um, yeah. Thank you I haven't guys seen hers cool. yet. So I want to see it though, but I had it's, so much fun. It's a, with fun one. it's a fun one. Yeah. Good. Well, again, I'd, I'd like to thank you for being on the show and I'd like to thank all of you out there in the podcast universe for joining us for this very special non-disaster episode of fade five from fans you can find us and more from the plastic microphone studios wherever you catch your podcast and it would be a massive help if you take just 30 seconds and give us a thumbs up uh, give us a positive review um maybe tell somebody that you like about the show and hey i heard about this great thing and maybe there'd be the one who really gets a kick out of it um it's coming up into thanksgiving and we're thankful for all of you out there and um, be sure to look for us. 2024 is going to bring a new show from Plastic Microphone Studios. Um, by the time you see this, we will already be out. So check our feeds. Go to fave5fromfans.com and learn all about it. And remember, folks, it may not be the best. It may not be the most popular. But if it's your favorite, then it's good enough for us. Thanks so much for joining us, Kirk. Thank you. Have a great one, sir. Thank you so much. Alrighty. Bye-bye, y'all.